Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I am one third of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante on Twitter, a.k.a. Black Panther, a.k.a. Atlanta Black Ass City, a.k.a. These niggas are playing trap music at the fair, and I enjoyed that shit. And as usual, I am joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Uh, yep. It's your girl, Candice, aka London and Mommy on Twitter. If you want to follow, uh, but don't be weird. BKA, I just got my 50 uh, body lava and I can't wait to put it on my stretch marks. So, yep. It's going to look like a shimmery tiger. I was about to say, sheets about to be shimmering. You are doing amazing, friend. Thank you. And we are joined by our other friend. Back three weeks in a row. Shit, look at me. Right. Uh, what's up, y'all? Curtis, a.k.a. Trillificent, a.k.a. I don't have any a.k.a.s this week because it's a lot of dragging to do. So let's just get to it. Pay the bills and let's get to the goddamn dragon. Ooh, yeah, that is. Because you, uh, you was gone for so many weeks. Now you got to make up for your lost time. That is <laughs> very true. That's what it was because you was gone for like. Mad long, like doing adult shit. So, yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you back. Honestly, same, same. But awesome. as you said, let me pay the bill so our friend can uh put in this uh this o this OT on the dragons. Uh, you are listening to a CSPN media production. You can go to our website, cspn.us, and click that podcast tab and listen to all of our episodes thus far. Um, you can rate the episodes. You can leave nice comments and stuff um, on the episodes on their pages. 
And if you like what the hell we got to say about these reality TV shows and all of our other shows on the CSPN, you can go to that Keep Our Podcast free tab and shop with all of our many sponsors from Amazon to Blue Apron to Wine Co. to Busted Tees, Adam and Eve. And it is of no extra cost to you. All it does is give our boss, man, and CEO classic a portion of the brick to keep the lights on, to keep everything free. So you won't have to pay to listen to my country ass sound like... Um, I'll tell a joke right here. I can't think of that. What I sound like. You know what? Fair. Fair. Let's go with that. So that and also don't forget to go to our friend Curtis's <coughs> support his podcast, The Gay Side Stories. Go to GaySideStories.com where the gay shit goes and make sure you keep him uplifted. He is doing great things over there. Um, and Curtis, anything you want to plug in real quick that I m- missed before we get into the shows? No, I think you got it. <clears throat> Shout All right. out to you. All right. Hey, I got it. Hey, you keep your friends uplifted. You know what I mean? I mean, it as a matter like at this point, I put your I put the information for your show as a staple with all show notes because I mean you are our third member, so I mean, hey. When you do friendship, when you do it correctly, right? Mm, speaking of speaking of people that don't know how to be friends, so let's just get into the shit. Oh, excellent! That was excellent. Look at you. I, I learned from the best, nigga. You cook a little chicken, and you just a whole brand new nigga. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> Got segways and everything. Everything. Right. Shit. Let me double check the hangouts, and we might be talking to a different motherfucker because this can't be the Jeremy that I'm used to. Right. Shit. Right. So listen, friends, some of y'all bril- brilliance has rubbed off on me. It's fine. That was an excellent. I am impressed. Right? I too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> when you do podcastery. <laughs> Shit. I would just like to say I am I am glad that we have taken that and have not worn it out because I love when we do plays on that. That is amazing. Mo- Listen, you can say a lot of things about Monique. A lot of it will probably probably be valid and true. But that when you do clownery, that shit is timeless to me. I may never get tired of it. And all the variations. So, you know, good luck, everybody. Agreed. Monique look like she smell like seasoning, though. She do. Like Laurie's. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Tony Sassery, but it's the same thing. <laughs> same thing, just depending on where you at. Same difference. It's gonna be full of diabetes. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, so <laughs> so y'all want to get the before we get into the show? So um, <clears throat> so Nikki released her two singles, as was reported, and. Them shits was boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call a thing a thing. They were. Let's I could kind of see the hook of Chun Li like growing on you after a while, but it's it's not a good enough song to listen to for that to happen. They were both of them songs were mediocre as hell. And that's being kind because listen, I did not listen to the whole Barbie things. I pretty much just turned it off after she slugged Remy wig off her head, and then I she did like, do that. We'll give her that. I'll give her that. I Although she like a year late, she like a year very fucking late. Right, like, Remy 
already then dragged herself by not doing shit worthwhile. So <laughs> right, dragging <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> It really was pointless, but okay, you will give you that one. Uh, Chun Li, I like the beat for somebody n- that's not Nicki Minaj, and I like that's Agreed. just that. Like this is the the whole the music aspect of it. Like we haven't even gotten to dragging her for that Academy Award attempt of an interview she did on Beats One. Yeah, those two songs. Listen, they just they they are not that girl. They're not that girl. But didn't I say the same thing last week about Drake? Like, if I feel like Drake is at a point in his career where he shouldn't be spoon-feeding us singles. Yeah, like, prepare us for an album and give us an album. I feel the exact same way about Nicki. You have been in the game too long to be spoon-feeding us singles. The thing about Nicki, though, is I'm not sure if she has a choice because all of her <laughs> albums, for the most part, are not good. At least Drake put out at least one or two good albums. Nicki has not. So I feel like she's always spoon feeding singles trying to test the waters. But my thing is, like I said last week, with the rumor that you pushed your stuff back so you wouldn't steal Cardi Shine, you had better bring it and you did not. Well, I think we could go ahead and lay that rumor to rest. Yeah, I mean, I didn't believe it, and I still don't believe it. He turned around and did this interview and pretty much used Cardi's name and Amigos' name to push these uh, singles. Uh, she yeah. basically said that... So, she basically said that... Um, when I, first of all, Motorsport is not a fire enough single to even be drumming up all this old ass bullshit. Listen, what? shout out to I think it was wasn't it Basic Bitchin on Twitter that said that. Shout out to her because that yeah, and to her. I said it and I said it in our group chat like yeah. this shit is not that fire. Nope. Right. So that was one. Two. I didn't hear about a quarter of this drama when the song dropped. Nope. Right. <laughs> But I guess apparently when the song dropped and somebody asked Cardi about Nicki's verse or whatever, um, she was like, that's not the original verse I heard. And and then I guess that pissed Nicki off because the original verse says some shit like, Cardi to QB, I'm Vince Lombardi. And Cardi was like, uh, she got to change that. How you gonna, How we on the song together and you trying to diss me? I mean, because depending on your sports knowledge, it can be interpreted as some shady boots type of shit that Nikki was doing. Because, you know, Vince Lombardi, one of the most revered uh, athletes, coaches, and whatever the fuck in the NFL. And then you just call it Cardi, just some 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 quarterback trying to get trying to get to be Vince Lombardi. Basically, like, what it was, Nikki finally found a different way to say these bitches are my son, but she was talking specifically to Cardi. Right. She just and, worded it differently. And the and the label, um, so she told the label to make that Nikki needed to change the lyric, or she was gonna pull out of the song. <clears throat> and then I guess. Being somewhat of a semi-quarter, eighth-decent boyfriend, uh, Offset pretty much said that if Nicki didn't change the lyric, the song was scrapped all together. Right. It was just going to be scrapped, period. It like, wasn't no going back and forth. So she changed the shit, and that's where we got Quavo to QB. I'm Vince Lombardi. 
And then she went in this interview and fake cried. Let me tell you something. You never gonna convince me you crying if I don't see no tears. I don't I don't believe dry crying is a thing. It's not even that. I, I just given what we know about Nikki and what we've seen of Nikki, you're not gonna convince me that you sitting there crying because Cardi didn't show you love in interviews. You're not gonna convince me that you're crying over that. And we have proof that Cardi has shown Nikki love various times in interviews. So it was just kind of like, girl. Like, girl, just call it what it is. You you were mad that you had to change your verse. You did not expect it to be talked about. Cardi said it probably because it was fresh on her mind. Not even thinking. And you was you you were mad and you pressed. And you, I you know... Y'all, y'all can feel how y'all want to feel about it. It, it screams to me that you are threatened by Cardi's success. All of these theatrics and all of these, this, all of this acting that you don't like. I feel that that's a salient point because the thing with Nikki that's always been like she. Listen, this is she pretty much came in in a situation where she was the only female rapper that you know pretty much had buzz and was around at the time and like she now that's not the case anymore like uh, but it's not a it's not only that that is valid but shout out to tay because she said it in the group chat like you've always had a gimmick like every time you come out it's some kind of gimmick and now we got a new gimmick oh now i feel threatened or no not threatened but now i feel disrespected because the new girl not showing me love you weren't showing love when you were the new girl like let's what are we talking about like you like nikki the irony of her to say that cardi didn't show enough love or didn't pay homage nigga you to this day to this day nikki minaj does not show Lil Kim, any homage, and let's call a spade a spade. Speaking of gimmicks, most of her shit is copied from Lil Kim. So, like, what yeah, is her talking whole, about? Nikki's whole um, after she ditched the whole Barbie bullshit because Mattel was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, girl, <laughs> Barbie, you are Scrap not that. Scrap that." They was doing the hand motion across the neck. Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> nah. But no, even Lil even Lil Kim did the Barbie thing first. Correct. Like Lil Kim did the Barbie thing first. Like Lil Kim was calling herself a black Barbie doll first. And then like Nikki's whole steez is still Lil Kim's old steez. Even down to the cover for Chun Lee. Like mm-hmm. Lil Kim did the Fendi shit already. You know what's wild about the whole thing though? is the fact that Nicki Minaj is not that much younger than Lil' Kim. She only like five or six years younger than her. She is 35. Lil' Kim is like barely pushing 40 because she was so young when she came out. Yeah. Also, shout out to Kim. I I feel like the more we see of Nicki, the more we realize that Kim was ahead of her time. Like, Mm -hmm. her fashion, her, her style, her everything she did, Kim was ahead of her time. Like, yep. and I and I know that we get on Kim for the plastic surgery and the way she look and shit now, but we got to start giving Lil Kim her roses before some, she end up in the grave or some shit, and then we like, oh, she was the other, because 
Because, like, it's not a look that Nikki hasn't done that Kim did not do first. Listen, we know Lil' Kim, in a, in regards to fashion and whatnot, is iconic because Beyonce dedicated, like, a whole weekend to emulating her looks. Beyonce don't do that for nobody. That's correct. And the thing about yeah, it is... Not even just fashion. Kim, Lil' Kim was, like, one of the first female rappers to have a makeup line with Mac during the Viva Glam campaign. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's crazy to me about it is, look, I mean, you can say what you want. Lil' Kim, uh, as far as rapping. Lil' Kim gonna always be that deal over Nicki Minaj, and I don't care what anybody says. Like, Kim got classics. She has multiple she classic does. albums. Nicki Minaj does not have a classic album. And it's crazy because I feel like Nicki is a better rapper, but... I, she, I don't. She don't. She don't know how to do me. I don't know what's going on with well, Nikki. Can, can I just please let me? Safari is a better rapper. Oh mm. well, mm. well. And yes. you can see it because when she, she was with Safari, that's that that's that's you saw it. But ever since her Safari broke up, it's been boo boo. I mean, she's been saying it's because she like she. I don't know. Like I just. I just expected more. When I saw the Chun Li cover, I thought that Nikki was gonna be ride the same wave as Cardi and give another pussy popping anthem for the summer, because that was the perfect cover for it. And then you gave us that, and it was just like. Can I also say that Nikki is what is a true testament to what happens when you gain weight on top of all that plastic surgery. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw the video of Nikki walking towards the camera when she was shooting for the Chun Li cover or whatever, and her whole bottom half is like uh, Della Reese. Mm. She got mm. the Della Reese bottom half in the in the slim upper, and I don't think it's surgery because her face looks fatter too. Like you could tell Nikki like hopped off the grid and was eating good and trying to perfect these two singles and she thought she was finna have some fire and it was mm-hmm. just like and then she thought the fireworks was gonna be like boom and they was like boom, boom, boom. sound like bottle rockets right because <laughs> I just and I was actually surprised but I've been seeing a lot of gays dragging Nikki like these singles are boo boo like this is you disappear all that time and this is what you come back with she after all so oh so yeah she said that um when people was uh calling her a liar about her motorsport verse or whatever she um she hit Quavo from Amigos and asked him like could you get on Twitter and back me up and say like yo you wanted me to change my verse and Atlantic wanted me to change my verse that's why I changed it and Quavo was like I would do that if you was my girl but since you ain't, I'm not finna get in no shit because of you. And she was talking about that hurt. That really hurt. That hurt. Why like, she I'm she always that. looking for somebody to jump in front and, and be the shield for her? That's well, hella weird that. to me. Not even that. Where was where was all of that at when your your boyfriend at the time and your quote, quote unquote best friend was beefing with each other? You was you was quiet as a hooker in church. Yeah, when Nikki when me, when me and Drake was going at was beefing. she was quiet as fuck. Mm-hmm. Talking about I can't pick sides because I fuck with both of them. 
Okay, well, why you wanted Quavo to pick sides? Right. That sounds like the sound. Yeah, it's funny because, and I said this on Twitter, it is funny that those years ago when Nikki called out Taylor Swift for always being messy, always being shady, always being the victim, and it's like, it's Spider-Man pouring that Spider-Man and no everybody realizes it but Nikki. I'm gonna oh, say like nah, she realizes it. She knows what she's doing. I'm gonna say this in in like everybody has embraced Cardi. Every but people you wouldn't expect have embraced Cardi. I saw a video Green on Cardi page. <laughs> I saw a video on Cardi page of Denzel Washington quoting Cardi B lyrics. Holy shit. <laughs> Denzel <laughs> was quoting um Money bag or some no, I like it. He was quoting the lyrics to "I like it," and she had Snoop Dogg with his uh with his do rag on, just he vibing. Like he, you got Oprah lying about listening to the album. The fact that Oprah <laughs> would even lie about listening to it to support that girl that that's that says a lot, and it all points to the fact that Cardi has a welcoming warm spirit and energy that makes you root for her and respect what she's what she's doing and who she is. Nikki doesn't have that. She's not likable. And that she's not likable at all. Nikki Minaj has always come across as a bitch. And I remember in that first documentary, uh I think this was right after her and Safari broke up on this last album or some shit. And she was like I'm a bitch, and when I'm a bitch, it's a problem. But when men act the way I act, it's not a problem. Blah, 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 blah. And it was like, no, you you can be a pit bull in a skirt without being a bitch. Like, you could be about your business without just generally being bitchy and nasty. She mm-hmm. just generally has a nasty energy about her. Mm-hmm. And it's evident because her relationships show it, her... Like, cause we all know that she is like abusive as fuck to Safari. Right. We all seen them interviews. We all seen them excerpts. We Meek all seen them. Meek says she has a nasty attitude. Right. So it's you, beloved. It's you. It's also, I would just like to point the fact not point out the fact that Cardi damn I mean not Cardi, uh that Nikki damn near forty and beefing with people and having beef and miss and looking goofy with people that's in their twenties. Then she posted a video last night, a snap, of her and Quavo together. Not that nigga look like he wanted to say help. Not only are you a, a bitch, you pathetic. Like, in what world are you about to sit up in a, and record a video with the same nigga you, you claim left you to die on the hill and you were so hurt behind it? You sound fucking ridiculous, Nikki. You too, you way, you way too... Oh, I'm so good. Listen, let me just say this. The it, my queen of hip hop is not uh piggybacking off new artists to sell singles. Let me just say that. And I don't like if I had to say who's the queen of hip hop still, I'm still about to be running with like Lil Kim. I'm still going back to the Lil Kim era. My my queen is not fighting, uh is not putting out terrible singles and then using made up beef to promote them. Uh, well, you know what? I'm gonna let you have that. Now she beef with people, but I don't. Re- Did she put out any music when she like tore Nikki head off? 
she she did that. Yeah, that's why I I was I was just gonna let you have it. But I don't remember no singles from it. But I'm talking. That's because it was on sale on PayPal. Yeah, let's go with Kim and her prime. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna go with Kim. Talk about a self dress. Kim pre jail, (laughs) not Kimmy post jail. I was like, I, I was like, ooh, is she? Ooh, is she really? Ah, she came with like a keychain and a poster in a t-shirt. I was like, ooh, like Candace, what you doing, baby? Ooh, I was like, oh, but but I, I was Candace is smart. I was like, she gonna get to it. She gonna get to it. She gonna get to it. I, but I still, I don't consider her beef with Nikki like worth really talking about because Nikki was a coward about it never said nothing Nikki always Nikki always a coward about everything she wants somebody else just like when uh <laughs> Sheetha came out and she mad at Trey songs yeah right. <laughs> like what what does he have to do with anything you just got eviscerated on a track and probably a lot of that stuff was not true but some of it is and you mad at Trey Songz? I definitely believe the part about her her butt dropping. Oh yeah, we've seen that in 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 shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely right. believe her plastic surgery had had been done terribly. But it's like <clears throat> you on and you on Twitter talking about bottoms up was a huge hit because of me. And it's like, what does that have to do with anything? Why are you not on your way to the studio at that precise moment? Right. And then when you did clap back, you had to bring Drake and Lil Wayne to do it. And then y'all released two crappy, shitty-ass singles. Mm, it is not looking good for the Barbs. Not looking good at all. Well, the the true Barbs, they're not going to tell the truth about it. You know, to them, everything is fire. And this, the queen, we've been waiting. The queen is back and da-da-da-da. And I'm like... I love, I, was, I love how collectively the internet has been dragging Nikki for this shit. <laughs> Truly, like I said, they like uh, like I said, if she had come with some real heat in the music, we would be saying we would be singing a different song right now. I'm gonna be honest, but because the music is weak, it just highlights everything else that's weak about her. Yeah, and I'm like, how are you so weak? And you like, I just don't get it. You you. You had a whole little mini era with Beyonce. Like nobody should be able to say shit to you that rattles you at this point. Let it's me tell you something. Be, it's be it's really easy to be rattled when your when your queendom is built on the shaky foundation. Mm. When your self proclaimed queendom, because I'm like, what are you queen of? You queen when nobody else is around? I'm I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know. Good luck, Nikki. Because you need it. Nah, we, we said, didn't you say we placing her on the sick and shut-in? Yes, that too. Good luck. You, yeah, she's on the sick and shut-in list. I don't have nothing else for for Onika. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't have anything else for her. Good luck, and bitch. Brother, and I, 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 we never talked about it, but it's not lost on me that your brother was convicted of raping a child. He was convicted, ma'am. Convicted. Yeah, I mean, that's not really... Don't really have anything to do with her specifically, but you just have a lot going on, ma'am. 
Mm-hmm. But again, at the end, at the beginning and the middle of the day, the music, the music is is boo boo. Okay, the music is diarrhea. The music is, the music is it is porta potty at Coachella. It's just not good. Yeah, yep. you uh, you mm. yeah. sick and shut in. Sick and shut in. Let's move on because I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of even thinking about her right now. Yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> so we have Black Ink, uh, Love and Hip Hop, and Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, we're gonna save Real Housewives of Atlanta part one of the reunion. We're gonna save that for last. So, oh, yeah, because was- collectively, uh, because collectively we have the least notes about Black Ink crew. We gonna get Black Ink crew out of the way. Uh. Hello, everybody. My name is Candace, and I just want to tell you that I would have handled things far worse, far more physically violent than oh shit did. Uh, I would have beat everybody to fuck up at the sip and see. Everybody. Everybody would got their ass beat at that sip and see. Uh, l- let's say this. So for for we've seen it all season long. Sky making jokes about the baby not being oh shits or whatever. But it was in a joking manner. And if you know black people, you know one like running jokes amongst black people is like when a baby don't look like the dad, they be like, shit, that's the milkman baby. Like it's always mm-hmm. been a running joke. Like that I've heard even in my own family. Like, mm, that baby don't look nothing like so and so child. That's probably the milkman baby. So when they when Kevin Showed up at that sipping scene with a drugstore DNA test. I was like, what is y'all? But listen, what the fuck is, why is y'all? No, no. You don't do that to somebody who's allowing you to be around their baby. Like, that is so fucking trash. And then these motherfuckers try to get Scott to do it. And Scott like, yo, like, when Scott's being the voice of reason, you, y'all you really doing something fucked up. Right. right? Right, that's my. That was, no, no. Why would y'all do this? No, cut that shit the fuck out. That and was even my. The guy was like, chill. They kept going. That would piss me off about it more. On top of the fact that it's wrong and messy and trash, you Sky was right. Do you know how much that hurt my soul to say Sky had a point? Especially after the shit she pulled earlier in the episode. Right. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And Donna. I'm a pair of something. Let me tell you something. Oh, go ahead. Donna okay. is miserable. And I feel bad because, Jeremy, I think Donna is like around your age. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's younger than me. She yeah, I was going to say she's younger than him. She's mm-hmm. like 24, 25 or some shit. And yeah. it, like, it has to be really miserable to be getting some of the type of notoriety that she's getting, getting a steady paycheck when you came to New York and was all but homeless and you still can't find a source of happiness so that you're not constantly in the middle of mess and bullshit. Donna is constantly in the middle. If it's some shit on black ink, Donna's in the middle of it. When the shit happened with Melody, Donna was in the middle of it. When mm-hmm. the shit happened in Japan with Sky going off on Teddy and uh, Kitty, Donna was in the middle of that too. 
Like Donna's always in the middle of mess. And it's like, you need to get a fucking grip. Like you, the, the last thing you should be doing is being in some shit after you just had a traumatic pregnancy experience. Why don't you go sit the fuck down and heal from that? Just, I, I agree. I think she is miserable. Um, Cause you know, and I well, before we was talking when we was talking about a pregame, and that when we was talking about it, that's the first thing that popped in my mind. It's like the same shit that you're doing here. Like you did the same shit with Medley, like um, taking some shit, my, not minding your damn business, and leading a crusade of some sorts on somebody else's business and, and and life and problems. It's like what the fuck are you doing, Donna? And then paired and Curtis in the group chat, you ugly. Like what is you doing? <laughs> Oh yeah, she. Mm, 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 I got. Mm-mm. I guess because I haven't, I haven't watched Black Ink in a couple because I missed it the other week, and I just let y'all talk about it. And then seeing all the different hairstyles, I was like, "Ooh, this." Mm, mm. Donna, you in danger, girl. Donna yeah, looked like you know what Donna looked like. Donna looked like um, what's that thing called? Strawberry shortcake, but like on meth. Hmm. Mm. Y'all know mm. that little strawberry shortcake girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Accurate. I can't find a lie. Because that missing tooth bothers the fuck out of me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, I was, and that's what I said when me and my mom was watching it. I was like, this bitch know how to do everything but get to a dentist. Literally. Like, get to an orthodontist so they can make her an implant for that goddamn loose ass space in the bottom of her goddamn mouth. That's too, I mean, that is a space. It's like a parking space. I'm like, sis. It's like for for uh, RV. You yeah, for like an expedition <laughs> and shit. I'm like, and it's so prominent. I don't like, I you know. It's not like a tooth in the back or no shit. It's right in the front. It's like, hello. Right in the front. I'm like, you don't feel that cool breeze every time you open up your mouth trying to smile and shit? I know you feel a breeze. That, that tooth won't help me out. And then they gonna say Tati, dumbass. I've never seen the shot manager who always fucking drunk. <laughs> she was drunk I as wish hell. she would sober up and do business better. I didn't think she was gonna make it up them two steps because she was drunk. Right? Drunk. Then the bitch so drunk and retarded, she gonna <laughs> wipe the baby forehead for DNA. <laughs> Well, damn, but that goes back to you say that pregame. That goes back to how stupid Donnie is. You gonna send the drunk to do the dirty work? What the yeah. fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Not only, not only dumb, but a coward. Right. The bitch get up there and go. The baby does. What did the bitch say? She was like, she said, the I, don't baby the, the I don't know what the, the baby does look like. You. I don't know what they talking about. Oh, yeah. He was like, bitch, what? <laughs> That nigga was activated, and rightly so. Right. Rightly so. Listen, I, um, for a change, and with Oh Shit here, and it looks like from the previews next week, Oh Shit is about to go work in Puma shop. So Puma and them finally back. <coughs> so I'm kind of excited about that. Cause he Puma deserves shop- to be free. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I truly don't feel like there's no point of return from no shit like that. Like, even here's the thing: Oh shit, could talk about Nikki however he want when they arguing. You'd never gonna have a place to talk bad about somebody's wife, and then in the presence of the wife and the baby and shit, like that was some low classless. 
But that we're not even talking about cool. we're not even talking about just talking. We talking about y'all niggas plotted and planned and yeah. went and got a fucking DNA. Like y'all were actually going to do this at the sipping sea. Yeah. Like y'all were taking action. It wasn't just talk. I mean, talk is bad enough, disrespectful, you know, to his wife and to him and to his baby. But to decide y'all gonna be a little Mari extension. And go get a pregnancy test from the goddamn CVS. And gonna try to swab this man's baby. That's a baby, right? A baby should not. First be of all, it, no, not even that. Let's take it one step further. That baby was at the very most like three or four weeks old. One, that baby color probably hadn't come in yet, and babies' features and shit evolve as they grow up. And not every child. Some babies look just like their mama because they got strong genes. Shit. That's just what the fuck it is. It look at Blue mean. Ivy. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of Jay-Z in there, but she look a lot like her mom. They have some strong now, yeah, genes. Yeah, she do. Because when she was first born, she looked just like Jay-Z. Not right. when she was first, first born. I don't know what she looked like. I mean, she was cute, but she didn't look like either one of them. I thought she looked like Jay-Z. Then, she, then as a toddler, she looked a lot like Jay-Z. Did yeah, when she was a toddler, she did. Like, she looked just like Beyonce to me now. Mm-hmm. Especially when she get those looks on her face. So I'm like, it's and she, I mean, they both like. But I mean, I've seen just because the dad is light, I mean, dark, that don't mean the baby gonna come out dark or even I brown. How light London was when she was born. Yeah. You used to mm-hmm. look at her newborn pictures and look at London now, you'd be like, that's the same baby? Listen, because I had to do a double take. I was like, Candace done stole a baby. <laughs> a light skinned baby at the. <laughs> I, knew, I knew as light as she was, who baby she was, because she got them ears like her daddy. That's oatmeal. So for them to go in there <laughs> acting like the baby, like a baby can't ever not look like the father. And all of that shit. I was like, and again, I have to go back to you sat on you sat on our good sis Google and did all that googling about pregnancy, and you still dumb as fuck when it comes to children. Listen, go just volu- just gonna volunteer to be young baby's doula with our and lick and lick of training or what, and you just gonna hop on Google and like you said, Curtis, still be dumb as a box of rocks. Like you think you're doing something because you went and got a little plastic baby. Talking about okay, now we're gonna change diapers and you're gonna feed the baby. Like they looking like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and showing her images of of ripped vaginas after like, what are you doing? Are you yeah, stupid? That, yeah, that, that shit was mad uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, do they even know each other like that for her to be doing all this? Right. But you know, Don Donna gonna Donna, but you know. Pretty Donna much. gonna Donna. <laughs> So. Speaking of sick and shut in, Sky, I'm sick of this bitch. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I, am sick. I am sick. Like, it's one thing, like, people with those kind of personalities are a lot to take, especially, I feel like, for somebody like me. But when you're in a constant state of doing too fucking much. Look, she invent new ways to be with, with With the least. I'm like, what, what, what value do you have, ma'am? Like this weirdo shit that you're doing with this gay boy, and and like Candace said earlier, it got to be the check because I don't see any other reason for 
for him to be hanging out with her, going to dinner and shit. I'm like, um, what else did she do? And then the shit with Teddy just, I, you know, let me just say this. Let me say this. That shit is not cute. It's not funny. I know a lot of y'all like old oh, crazy bitches, you know, they put they like it's it's never okay for anybody to put their hands on anybody. Correct. Just because she a woman with some titties, that don't mean she should be putting her hands on anybody the way that she did. All right. And Teddy just, you know, he you know, he he just went in his phone and was like, This bitch is crazy. But you know what that is? That's because he and he admitted it later in the episode when she quote unquote apologized. I mean, she did apologize, but I just felt like this guy. So you can only give us so much. Right. But that was, he did that because he has a soft spot for her and she knows it and she takes advantage of it because yeah. I don't see Scott putting her hands on no other man in that shop the way she did Teddy. Right. Not even Walt fork built there. She wouldn't put her hands on C's like that. That's her brother. She right. wouldn't put she wouldn't slap C's in the face like that. And, and there are plenty of times when C's probably deserved to be slapped in his goddamn face. Right. Just on the virtue of him being C's, but yes. Right. And um, so, you know, like you gonna slap this man in his face just because he's saying something you don't like. Like first of all, let me say this. I now it took Donna forever. Because, you know, we don't know what's the time frame from when they shoot and, you know, the week to week. So for us, it's just a week. But, you know, when they when they film and stuff, we don't know how long it's going to take. But Donna did get Jada a new roommate. So I will give her that. However, Sky downplaying that shit about why Jada was upset. Talking about, well, what did what did you do? In order, right? When you gonna take responsibility? Take responsibility for the bitch moving out without telling me? Are you crazy? And then bringing up it's it's not that we know what it is. Donna, I mean, Sky has spent her whole tenure on this show, uh, chasing after Teddy, and she's still not good enough for him. Teddy don't want Sky. All the surgeries in the world, he still don't want Sky. He don't want shit to do with Sky outside of a friend level. And she's sick. Like, it's crazy because he said, like, she do this with more than just women on the show. Any woman in his life. That shit not okay. Nope. Right. That's crazy. Not okay. Like, okay, I can see it maybe for to keep your storyline on the show. So if you're trying to fuck somebody in the shop, okay, maybe you act out because it's entertainment. But there's no reason that when the camera's not rolling, you should be interfering in this man's personal life. Period. Like, I feel like Sky has been given a pass for being crazy for so long that she don't see just how disgusting of a person she really is. Because, like, I used to like Sky. I was like, oh, this bitch silly. She she be wilding, haha. And, like, it's like, but it never stops. There's no what? off switch to the shit. And it just gets worse and worse. Right, like right. spreading rumors about somebody having an STD and claiming that they fucked on somebody else's boyfriend with no proof. And like she like I went back and like Wednesday <coughs> I was re-watching the episodes leading up to the new one. And she was like, yeah, some bitch that's mad at Jada because she fucked her man or whatever said she got herpes. I know this shit a lie, but I'm about to run with it anyways. 
Like she is just she invents new ways to be trash. She really and, does. And it's you know, I like I said, I it it's been fuck sky for a while for me, and like I I don't even put on the sick and shut in. Let's just sky go to hell. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I feel about it at this point. It's just she she trash. That's all I got. Yeah, she trash. I don't. That shit was like she was not playing. Like, well, well, what you know? Is it that serious, or did is it more to it? What did you do? Like, bitch, this is rent. What the fuck? And we're in New York City. What the fuck you mean? Right. She's like, well, she just lost her baby. I'm like, so the rent not do anymore? I mean, I I sympathize that she just lost her baby, but guess who don't sympathize? Listen, the landlord. Right. What does her losing the baby have to do with my rent? Like it wouldn't have taken you anything to sit down and be like, "Oh, listen, you know, I really feel like I need to be with my man, but I'm gonna help you get a new." Like you could have told her, "I'm gonna help you get a new roommate," right? And you would have avoided a whole bunch of bullshit. Now again, she did get her one, so you know. But still, the way you went about it, like you could have been an adult about the whole thing. And for Don and for Scott to downplay that shit, girl, fuck you, fuck both of them. They both bozos. True. That is true. So we can move on. The last thing, um, and y'all jump in if I'm forgetting something. Uh, the scene with Alex and his dad. Um, he better than me. I'll say that. Alex better than me. Yeah, yeah. I mm, that whole shit, like the what he was described. I was a little bit triggered. I'm not gonna lie, but. I I can't imagine having my child in my hand and, and anybody, let alone my parent, trying to put their hands on me while I have my child in my hands. Right. So, like yeah. I said, yeah. that would have been a yeah. Business. I wouldn't need your apology. Keep your apologies. Like it ain't nothing that we could honestly talk about, discuss. The you know, you don't put your hands on me. First of all, period. Period. Adult, keep your goddamn hands off of me at this point. If you can't talk to me like you got, like we got some some adults with some sense, then let's just not fucking talk and you take your ass on and I'm gonna go home. But with my kid in my hands, really? Well, okay, yeah, nah. First yeah. of all, that'll be the time that you gotta beat somebody ass and it don't matter who it is. True. That's, I mean, that's just, it's just oh, true. If he paid Caesar his money back. I feel like I I end up liking Alex, and I didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah. He he seems all right. He just you know, perhaps someone needs to pull him aside about that branding because Vagina Slayer ain't it, right? But beyond that, he seems like you know he's trying to do his best. You know, but he's young. And he you know we make mistakes when we're young. And shout out to him for, I guess, having an open heart and being willing to have that conversation with his father because he better than me. Shit, anybody who listens to my show know how petty I am. Fuck that shit. <laughs> right. Like, he, you know, he's well within his rights. And like I said, shout out, you know, good for him. But for me, yeah. myself personally. We ain't all built like that, let me tell you. Right. Be myself personally. He's- if I was him, you know, he would. I'd be like, "Fuck you, dad," and call it a day. Mm-hmm. And it's always people. Yeah. Go ahead. But the other part is, 
Like, it needs to be a conversation in black homes and black communities. Like, like that whole feeling like you could just put your hands on your kids when you feel like it. That shit tired. That shit dead. And I mean that. It comes to a certain point where if you haven't taken the time as a parent to foster the type of relationship where you can sit down and talk to your kids, you got to, that's on, that, you got to take fault for that. Yeah. That's your responsibility. Yeah. Because we got to a point in my relationship with my mom and she was like, I, I, she was like, I couldn't keep trying to put my hands on you. I had to learn how to talk to you like a person so that when you get out in this world, you know how to talk to people and express yourself because just because you do something I don't like, I shouldn't have, I can't just beat your ass because you do something I don't like. Like, she was like, that just don't make no sense. And I can't, I need to stop cussing. I'm not about to be cussing you out and talking to you all like a dog and shit. Like, at some point, black families going to have to realize that's really just not the key to life. So, you actually took some of the words right out of my mouth because I had a note saying that. Like, me and Bree, shout out to Bree. Bad bitch, doing amazing things. Yes. Um, but we've we've had conversations about this before, not only because of the things that I've been through, but her also, and then also with her kids. But tagging along to what you said, Candace, about that conversation that needs to be had, not only putting your hands on your kids and not being able to talk to them like like they're humans, but also, especially with black parents not being capable or willing to admit fault and apologize, like they feel like. I don't I've I don't do wrong when it comes to my kids. Like a lot of black parents feel like that and that shit is damaging. Mm-hmm. Because you do yeah. shit like what <laughs> Alex's dad do and feel like you justify or you find a justification. Like there's no justification for you trying to put your hands on that man, number one. But then when he had his kid, like there's no justification for that. No, it's not. And he should not have had to come to you after cutting you off for a year for you to apologize. Like you should have been sorry for what you did let me just just say this too my mother in her many years of parenting has perfected a certain tone and look that lets me know to get the fuck up out her face and let her process whatever way she is feeling with me like we have gotten that together like because I, I too am human and I too still sometimes as a child push my push the boundaries with my mother, especially because I feel like, well, I'm an adult. I got my own kid. I'm married. I got this, that, and the third. And like sometimes my mother have to rein it back in. Like, yeah, I understand you doing all of that, but I'm still your mother, and you still gonna give me a certain level of respect at all times. But and now she know how to like explain it without like going left. She'll be like, Candace. You starting to push it. Leave me alone now. I don't feel like talking to you right now. We're going to come back to this conversation. But right now, you're on my bad side. And then I leave her the fuck alone because I know the next step after constantly poking the bear is going to be like, bitch, what the fuck I just tell you? Okay? (laughs) Okay? Like, because it's... Don't get you outside the head with a white diamond bottle. Like, okay, I was about no to say she's gonna be attacking. Kid or no kid, like parent or no parent, you can only poke a bear with so much. But I appreciate that my mother is she handled me in a way where she could like let me know she's not feeling my energy, 
without like talking to me crazy or jumping on me or no crazy shit like that. Like, I don't know what people be thinking because I'm like, you put your hands on an adult, you need to be prepared to get beat the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. We will be talking about some individuals later on that need to get beat the fuck up. But Sky. Well, she she did get beat up though. Your segues, Jeremy. I like some. Mm-hmm. He been studying or something. <laughs> Listen. When you do the literacy. Show title. Oh, so I think is that it for Black Ink Crew, yo? Yeah. Yeah, Scott, uh Scott and uh Donna got into it. Scott pushed Donna and then Donna yoked her. Yeah, she like, did. Scott got way too much mouth to not be able to actually fight. Yeah. All right. Right. I, I got one more thing to say. Uh, Big Fish uh, Entertainment, fuck y'all for giving C's these Zordon ass lines to try to make him seem like a decent person. Cause I'm tired of it. So that that's all I got. But yeah. See, you, you know what C's look like? C's look you know that that candy that you get in the movies that's like raisins covered in chocolate? <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Raisinets? That's what he looked yeah. like. He looked like a raisinette. He do look like a raisinette. He looked like a whopper. You know the malt ball thing? Yeah. I said yeah. I, I was thinking that, but I said raisinette because he got a long <laughs> head. And you know, whoppers are real real circular. Yeah, they small. So. But yeah. either one, either one. Yeah. Anyway, so what's next? Love and hip hop? Yes. So let me start off by saying that um Sean Garrett and Car- that is disgusting. Let me say something. Sean Garrett looked like a Ninja Turtle that's been charbroiled. He looked like you know them. Uh, what's the? He, he looked like a Teddy Graham. <laughs> he, <laughs> yo, you know what he looked to? I, I he looks like a putty from Power Rangers. Mm. No, nah, he too fat for that. You know them putties were in shape to get that's their ass beat. That's, that's you know that's a good point, Curtis. That's a good point. That's a good point. But so, not not that Curtis kicked us off with that and got he that. Like he looked like pound cake. <laughs> Who's the other person that we always make fun of for looking like a pastry? Mm. Um, is it one of the DJs? Academic. DJ Self. Well, oh, both. no. Academics look like every baked pastry you could think of. He does. He looked like yeah. Mrs. Barrett's, and that's it. Insert right. whatever pastry you want. Mm-hmm. Accurate. I'll never forget when I made that joke and somebody photoshopped him on a honey bun. Because that's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, so, so, first and foremost, I would, I would just like to say this. Shooter and Kirk Frost. Let me interrupt you real quick. Go ahead. You know what Shooter looks like? I didn't get a good look at him before. You know what Shooter looks like? An orc from like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like every time his face squared up in the screen, I was like, "What is? What is his face? I know the face." <laughs> and then it finally hit me. I was like, "Oh, this nigga look like he looked like an Orukai." Curtis. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. It's it's fine, accurate. First of, so Kirk and Shooter, it is very 
it was watching this episode. It was very odd, odd for me to see these two niggas talk about black on black crime and mentoring and the youth and guidance and all this then the third when you two niggas both have whole ass mistreated your families on national tv i was just looking like not y'all like this message would be good coming from somebody that's not y'all I was conflicted during uh, that whole first part with Shooter because it's because of that. But then it's like you know, at the same time, his kid got is is dead. So I was I I didn't know what to what to make of it. True, true, true. Because I mean, on the one hand, yeah, I mean, it, and I I guess it's. I'm not taking away from him being moved because his because of his son's death. It's just it was odd to me, and especially in Kurt case, talking about you know these youngsters don't respect OGs and stuff. And I'm like, no, Nick. not Kurt. Kirk was talking out the side of his goddamn neck as usual, right? But then on the other hand, it was also, and I think we said it either last week or, or a couple of weeks ago, but like. The, the little bit I felt for Shooter, I then he turned around and then ruined it for me because he was he basically was like, oh, I feel a type of way because Sierra ain't been talking to me and Sierra ain't been there for me in my time of need. But I'm like, but you cheated on her. And then according to the assistant, you got two whole ass outside babies like I. It, that that was just hard for me to reconcile with. It's like I yeah, know. it's that interesting thing where it's like people, and I I want to say more so black people, but I could be wrong. But people feel like you're supposed to put everything aside when it's tragedy, and it's like I mean I feel like she kind of did her part. Like she came to the funeral, she paid her respects, and she paid for the repass because I wouldn't did shit none of that. But beyond that, it's like that doesn't erase all of the things. Like, it doesn't erase the hurt that she's going through because you hurt it. Right, and that you and you hurt her. Right, because in her case, it's hurt that you caused. Yours is outside, and I get it. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't, because if y'all haven't been on good terms in a while, why would you expect her to... Again, that's that weird thing where it's like, oh, something tragic happened. You got to put all... You got to bury the hatchet on everything, and and da-da-da-da. And it's, and it's like... I I kind of get it, but then I don't, and I guess that's because I'm not one of those. I like I'm not a like if things have happened and you have done wrong, ain't nothing gonna get in the place of that. You need to atone for what you did, right? And he hadn't atoned for shit, you know. Like I said, even if she, because because then if she was there for him, it's like who? What's the what's to keep him from continuing to be a fuck nigga to her? Right. Also, her. Um, that girl, that whoever the fuck she is, that that best friend of he of 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 uh, him, what's her Keely? Keely, she can first go of all, she, she I, I, first of all, that bitch look like the saw mask. No, you know what <laughs> Keely looks like. Keely looks like Tamika Tiny Harris. Curtis, <laughs> y'all look at her and tell me I'm lying. <laughs> She just don't have the eye thing going on. 
And I was like, you talking a whole lot of smooth shit for you to be over there looking like looking like how you look. Right. Just talking about Sierra any old kind of way. Like what kind of it's weak and I don't respect Sierra. Like she should be there for him no matter what. I'm like, I mean, but like I said, that goes back to what I was just saying. So I'm not surprised that she was saying that what I am surprised by and what was disgusting to me is that your solution to all of that, everything that your best friend is going through is to shove a woman at him. Right. You you, listen, that listen. shit was hella weird to me. Listen, Young Jock. When Young Jock is the voice of reason. Listen, first of all, Mona, quit playing and give Young Jock his own show. We've been asking for that shit on this show for at least the past year. Have Jock, is ho- Jock is Just you. Just you. I'm about to like, uh, have we? I like Just Jock, it. but I like Jock in the setting that we see him. I was going to say that. It's I don't and and you know I listen to all of our episodes. It's me and you both have asked for a jock single, both of us now, Candace. Don't. <laughs> nah. You sure? I'm gonna have to go back and listen because I think he's funny, but I don't think he's interesting enough where he need like a spinoff because I, they they thought Stevie was interesting and gave him a spinoff and that shit is a snooze fest. They thought Jocelyn was interesting by herself, snooze fest. I think what's so good about Atlanta versus the rest of the love and hip hops is like they got the right mix of people on the show to give us what we want from it. Like Jock is the comedic relief. He funny as hell. But is he that funny if he if it's not surrounding the mess from love and hip hop? I don't know. I'm not sure. I would agree. Really funny. Agree. Really funny in the setting that he's in. Yeah, because his auntie hair styles is only gonna take him so far. Curtis. I mean, oh, in oh. fairness, he didn't lie. In fairness. Mm, I mean, shit, I can't point out the truth. Shit, I thought that's what we was here to do. I like uh, Keely's boyfriend. Yo. <laughs> the way <laughs> he handled her. That, that nigga was all bothered as fuck. By the blood of Jesus, it just bounced right off. <laughs> <laughs> that's my type of carrying on. That, uh, the the. Man, uh, how your man a party promoter and you still jealous? Right. They all in your... I'ma turn the whole party. He was like, uh-huh, okay, and what? I don't care. Like, Talk about unbothered. The the definition of unbothered. Well, he well, was I, like, and I'm still gonna see you when I get home, so, alright. What I'm trying to figure out is, now, unless they gonna show some shit Cause you know normally when they show that kind of shit where it's like jealousy or something, usually they'll show a clip in the episode giving grounds or room for you know the justification of being jealous. Now, unless I miss something and y'all can correct me, I didn't see the nigga doing anything wrong. Now I saw him doing what club promoters do, and that's like hug, shake hands, say what's up, get numbers so that he he can help that somebody else throw a party and promote it and shit like that, like. It just looked very run-of-the-mill to me. Yeah. You know what? To me, it looked like it wasn't about him. It was about her. Because if you look at all the things that she was doing in this episode, it's like it's gearing up for her to, I don't want to say join the cast, but to to make an impact. She got all the shit going on with Shooter trying to shove some woman at him. Then she at the club acting the ass over her man. And then she trying to get involved in um in uh just Britney's business 
trying to insert herself into that shit with Stevie. And I'm like, I, I see what y'all doing. Y'all laying the groundwork. Well, anybody, um, tell me what what music she made talking about she used to be a rapper? Who? Keely. She said that? Yeah. Wasn't it Keely? Yeah. Who said that? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't... I don't look everybody. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, she looked real... She looked real Tamika in the face, and I don't like the I don't like the way she moved. I don't. I just I don't like. Yeah, I don't I, like the way she moved at all. I don't like that. Like I didn't like the shit with Shooter. Like she's trying to act like a nigga. Like no, nah, yeah. bro, you got to be hard. Fuck that bitch. She out there doing what she doing. You do what you doing. I gotta. I got some pussy for you. Like that. No. Even and even Jock was like, maybe the man is just going through some shit. He just buried his son. Maybe pussy is not the answer. Yeah, when Jock if if you need if you if if I got to get my homeboy to babysit my my bitch while I'm at the club working, that can't be my woman. Bat. Bat. My nigga Jock said he had the bay watch. And she was just she was just gearing up. She was just winding up. It was like she why just she, was, she just wanted a confrontation. Dressed, why was she dressed for prom at the club? Well, mm. not every woman can make the distinction between events. All right, we've learned this, and we'll we we will we will circle back to this when we get to to the house wigs because I have thoughts. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't like the way Keely move. In her personal life, and so I feel like in business she gonna be moving like some bullshit. Yeah, I see it, especially if Stevie. uh, Well, he didn't go to jail, did he? I don't think so. Uh, I don't. I ain't seen nothing in the tabloids or in the blogs about it, so I guess not. Yeah, right. Because this is you know it's pre, you know this is a couple of what months ago, so yeah, he would have heard about it if he had went to jail. Right, but even still, I just feel like when she sat down with just Britney, and when I saw that, like I, I have heard of her. I was like, "Is that the girl from Houston?" And I looked it up. She is, but I don't remember. I know a song for her, but I don't remember what it, how it go, or what it was called. I, but I, I remember that name. But she, it, I just felt like it was a little predatory. She was like, "Oh yeah, well, maybe I need to step in, and me and business, me and Stevie gonna do business." And did, and I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> Like, who just, asked you for all this? Like, you doing the most. Yeah, see, I'm just trying to understand, like, at, like, what world are we acting like Danger Zone music is a better fit than Maybach music? I'm confused. I'm still trying to figure out where are these recent hits that Stevie has put out that have y'all clamoring to work with him? Where are they? I feel like Erica. Where? Where are they? <laughs> I I don't know. It is. I, and even if y'all work together and y'all y'all made a a good song, as Britney claims, Allegiant. we we ain't heard it. We ain't heard a snippet. You ain't you not posting. You ain't leaking shit on on your Instagram Snap Live like Bow Wow. Right. Like where where is even a hint 
that Stevie is doing what he's supposed to be doing it's other okay. than signing people to shitty ass deals so he can take all the little pennies that they gonna get like he did to Ella Renton. 30% of nothing. Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to torontes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member, and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. Right. Right. Somebody need to text Stevie and ask him to ask Siri what 30% of zero is. <laughs> right. Maybe if Siri gets sassy with him, he'll learn. Right. <laughs> Cause you know, Siri got a mouth on her when you ask her the wrong question or the right question, yeah, I guess. Like, Did you not graduate high school? <laughs> right. <laughs> Siri be like, oh, I thought you were smarter than this. <laughs> be like, damn, Siri, shit. You have to ruin my whole day. Funky bitch. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the way Keely move. And I was I was happy at first that Britney was trying to stay out of the drama. Like she's she seemed like she had a good head on her shoulders and she was like, I'm not about to mess. But then as soon as Keely little piglet ass came around. She changed her mind, and I'm like, "This is this is not a good idea. It's right, not you know, a good idea." You know, you can't root from them for, for for too long. I know, right? It's shit, it feel like the read every time they say something good about somebody, they come out being shitty the next week. Right. When I saw the previews for next week, and what <clears throat> this how I know love and hip hop is these cast members are in the world all they own because. In what world do you ask your baby mama to handle your fight, your business? Opinion? Yo, I have that in my notes. Like, so Stevie don't have no other business partners or anything outside of Mimi. That's how you know Danger Zone really don't exist. Right. Oh, it exists. Danger Zone. Danger is Stevie and Zone is Mimi. And that's it. Like, it can't be. It ain't no LLC. It ain't no incorporate. <laughs> Because this don't make no sense. Like I, I might go to jail for four months, so I need you to handle everything. And not only that, then you gonna send Mimi to try to steal just Britney from Maybach. Like what? He like I need you to handle everything with her. Like, are you okay? No, the fuck you not. I'm like, you still a piece of shit. Steve. That don't make no damn sense. That don't make no damn sense. Um. So I don't think much else happened except for the Tommy drama. <sighs> and listen, that shit was a lot. Right. It was I literally got that in my nose. Like, that is a lot. That is literally my nose. <laughs> it was it was a lot. And I'ma just put that out there because I felt Tommy on a spiritual level and on a niggy level. <laughs> don't 
don't tell me it's gonna be one thing and then when I show up it's something different. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit I don't like. I'm still like, I get it, but then I don't like the the thing about this is I can't rock with Tommy because she's in the wrong, and it's just like if you go to the root of the problem. In what world are you showing up to somebody's job to fight them and getting mad when you get arrested? Like Fair. I don't, I don't get it. Like it's just like you showed up to your sister's job to fight, right? You claim you got to put everybody on your back and this, that, and the third. This the one person in your family that appears to have a fucking job, because Lord knows your mama ain't doing shit but running through your money. You raising your 15-year-old sister that your mama should be raising, and your brother is running in and out your house. The one sister you beefing with is the one who works and takes care of herself. But you going to go up to her job to try to fight her. She beat you the fuck up, and you got arrested. That's on you. Yeah, all of that is fair. Yeah. Now, her with her mama, if, you say, if I say no, I'm, I'm good, let that be it. Her mom is yes. the wrong for this one. Yeah. And there, I guess that was like, I agree with you on all of that. Like, you put yourself in a position to get your ass whooped and arrested. I mean, you don't have nobody to blame but yourself. But moving past that with this, and I guess because I felt it because I've, I've had family members do that to me. Like, they talk all this shit about, oh, such and such miss you so much, and we just need to get the family back together, and then when you show up for some shit, it's a whole different situation. So I kind of felt her for that. But then at the same time, she kind of escalated it. So it's like... Yeah, her her brothers and sisters and stuff was looking like, well, this shit was... Oh, yeah. The rest of them were like, uh... I thought we was just going to be in here being cute like we was on that right. show. Right. Um, in front of the cameras. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just feel like her and her mama are both in the wrong and two wrongs don't make a right. Right. Because these are grown people with grown issues. Like, you don't just be like, just come do this. Like, if she came there ready to talk and I guess get an apology then that's what her she should have been getting. Her sister apologized and her sister was like, I definitely feel like you owe me an apology for coming up to my job and starting shit and making me look crazy where I have to earn the check. And she like, oh no, baby, I'm not doing that. Like, I, it's hard for me to root for Tommy because she just got so many issues. Yeah. Like, it's just really hard to root for Tommy. I like, just, I feel like her sister an apology. I feel like Tommy needs to separate herself from them and she needs she needs some therapy. Like she needs some help to work through the issues that she has because right. it was it was easier to root for her last season because it was just like her, her mama, and we saw just how shitty her mama was. But now it's like eh. But now it's like you perpetuating the cycle because now you being yeah. shitty to other people, you being shitty to other family members. Right. And it's like even though your mama pull the switcheroo like i said i feel for you on that it did not warrant the reaction that you gave yeah especially now with your sister when she was when she like hurt so i feel like her sister really don't want no smoke but it's like if i gotta beat you the fuck up guess what yeah <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth because i was just about to say that like i don't want no problems but if i gotta beat your ass then i'm gonna beat your ass and that's just what it's gonna be yeah 
And like she like, okay, you know, Tommy, I do apologize for like how things went down between us. I didn't want that. And blah blah blah. And and, and Tommy like Mm-hmm. And she like, and you should be apologizing too. She like, oh, I can't do that. Okay, well, fuck you. And her sister what like the crazy part is, like, I feel like Tommy's sister is like like her her con artistry is A one because she never get loud with Tommy. She be like, okay, then we don't have anything else to talk about. And Tommy just get pissed when her sister walk away. Like, Tommy one of them neurotic-ass people that, like, they can't handle you walking away from them mm-hmm. and not not engaging in a bullshit. Like, that sets them ablaze. Because every time we see her sister, her sister be like, you know what? Okay, then it's the end of the conversation. I'm good. And Tommy just turn up. All right. Yep, I agree. She one of those people that can't ha- handle like it being conflict without it being uh, fists and feet and shit thrown. Like she, she one of those people. Like that's the only thing she understands. She don't understand two people where it's, it's conflict or confrontation, so you can settle it with your words and not your hands and feet and screaming and all that shit. Yeah, I kind of feel like she got that from her mama, and her mama uh, trying yeah. to do better. Yeah, but you know, her mama did not hesitate to take it there. <laughs> Right, uh, I was like, so y'all just gonna start screaming in front of this photographer, calling each other a bitch, and I was just like, oh, this I know is, that photographer was like, fuck much. I know that photographer was like, what is going on? I know he was like, shit, I'm, I'm gonna have to tack on some extra on the invoice because I didn't sign up for all this. <laughs> this ain't in, this wasn't in the payment plan, right? This don't cover my fee. But um, you know, so I don't. Was there anything else that happened? Uh, the Kirk and Rashida thing. Kirk is a piece of shit. Um, I did not appreciate him trying to casually slide moving back in under the guise of business when he met Rashida at the uh, spot. Yeah. So fuck him, and that was all I had on that. Yeah, fuck him, but Rashida bozo too, because <laughs> how you as fine as you are and you mad this man got you a fitness deal. I mean, I kind of got her her point though, because it's like you, you the whole reason why we're here is because you make moves behind my back. And so now it's like because you was doing that in our personal lives, I don't trust you in any capacity. So I kind of understood where she was coming from. But I mean, she she too fine to be in this whole situation. So I still gotta give her the side eye. Like you too fine to be here with this ugly ass nigga to begin with. Right, that nigga looked like something from a tar pit. I just he looked like a he looked like a turd. Oh God, yeah. He, just, you know what? I don't even want to. Let's put in a bad taste in my mouth. Let's just move on. Yep. So that's it for Love Hip Hop Atlanta. So the main event, look, Wigamania, we Wigathon. Wigathon reunion part one. Yeah, wigs are us. <laughs> wigs plus. Right. No, wigs minus looking at that <laughs> shit that they got. Ooh, so do we have a lot to unpack here. Let uh, me start off by saying this. Go ahead. Um, everybody looked really good except for Sheba Sheree. Because that dress, like she was sitting there looking like a bunch of pink highlighters rubber band together. 
and I did not appreciate it. And also, I didn't realize until I saw I was looking at the reunion. Nene got a big ass fucking head. Yeah, to go with a big ass nose. And she, you know, the thing about Nene that is so jarring. Especially when they did that little montage and they were showing them from past seasons, is that now she looks like a caricature of herself. Right? Because I think it was one, I, I forget which season it was, but they did a montage where, like, maybe her second or third nose, and then she had, like, uh, whatever wig she had, like, it was kind of like brown, uh, brown, and like it was her hair was straight and shit. She looked good then. And then you just see the fast forward to now, and it's just like, oh. Yeah. Now you want to talk about uh, um, a saw face? Yeah, because she, especially, it's something about the way that they do her makeup. It it make her look like Jigsaw. Fuck it, mask off. When it comes to Nene, but you know, but yeah, Sheree was up there looking like if Rita Repulsa went to prom. Listen. So you know, but you know, you know, good luck, good good the hell luck, everybody. Yeah, Andy so, is shady as fuck. As fuck, I feel like he was he tried to take it up a notch because I was like, "Sorry, coming out the gate with the shade, coming out the gate with shade, even shady in the goddamn previews." Listen, I was like, I was yeah. like, little Andy going full um shit. What Andy was going full Quincy Jones. Listen, Andy was he was approaching that area of shade where it's like, okay, nah, don't make me beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when that one person they start getting a little bit too damn familiar, right? Andy was very, he was very, very close to hands and feet levels of shade. Listen, be like, we well, can go in the back and handle this because you, you got one more time, right? He look, he definitely was that. Um, remember that? Um. That uh that um that gif of the uh the Migos and Joe Budden getting into it when they rolled up their sleeves. <laughs> that's Definitely. the level that's the level of shade Andy was reaching. I was like, hold yeah, on. Man. Real close. I was like, mm, got mean, one more question. Y'all been sitting on this couch with his white ass for years, but she <laughs> right. We you got one more question. But listen, <laughs> after you said this in the chat, Curtis, these niggas Wait till the fucking reunion to give us entertainment. <laughs> oh. Listen, the whole season been dry as hell. I'm talking about champagne turkey dry for the whole season. <laughs> and then oh. y'all wait till the reunion to, to pop shit off. I'm like, y'all ain't y'all full of shit. 20 damn episodes and then we just not getting the good shit. Right. You know what it is? I feel like if you haven't watched this season and then you checked out, which completely understandable if you did, you could just watch the reunion and get everything. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I just heard or saw somebody say the exact same thing. Like I, I they were like, I don't even watch the season. I just I'm waiting for the reunion. And you know what? Fair. Fair. Cause cause I listen, Andy, y'all 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 full of shit. And it yeah. is a shit of me and my homeboy and my homegirl. Y'all full of shit. Full of shit. So, do we want to start with Candy and Portia? No, let's say that because I feel like uh, we all have a lot of thoughts on that. Oh, I figured we would have more thoughts on Sheree because Sheree was doing all that goddamn lying. Well, you know, mm, that kind of that tie in together, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it all kind of tie in together, but whoosh, damn, Sheree, like, what? What do you do other than lie? 
and and keep bones. That whole thing was so damned. You are too fucking old. If you ain't got no bone, I'm like, you sound the fuck stupid. Like, are you okay? Well, you know, joggers and and some joggers. September. Mm. (laughs) What? I was very surprised that Andy didn't press her more on that. Right. But uh, he, but he's smart enough to know he probably knew that that was gonna be an internet moment, right? So he right. is like, I don't need to because the internet gonna drag you for that stupid shit. Candy's right. face had me cracking up. Yeah, listen, Candy's face, the faces, the whole reunion was priceless. She had me fucking rolling. They go get this ring will get mad and get sassy with Candy. And- right, Candy was like, "What did I do to to get all this backlash?" Like, bitch, you mad at the wrong motherfucker. Right, she was trying to help you. <laughs> she was like, "I was just trying to clarify the motherfucking question." Tired ass bitch. <laughs> I feel like I feel like watching the reunion made me really glad that Sheree's not coming back next season. Yeah. 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 I don't know what the fuck Sheree had. I don't I just I just don't know. She I just was in her don't know. Bad. Over so many things. I was like how, how can one person feel so much? I was like how bitch are you that are you that bitch from Mean Girls? I just have a lot of feelings. Okay, go on. Seriously, <laughs> like how can one person who kept up so much shit be so sensitive. Like she was mad about everything. I'm like, how like, you've been holding this shit in all this time? Like, what's wrong with you? Everything. It was too much. It was too much. It was it was a lot. It was a lot and I, I just <laughs> wish that Portia would find a few brain cells to understand that an apology don't mean I'm going to go back to fucking with you. Right. And, it, and and to also understand that just because you apologize and I'm not fucking with you no more, that doesn't mean I'm asking you to keep apologizing. So, and the other thing I didn't like, I like, I feel like people have been in Portia's head and I feel like she, she was practicing for the reunion because I didn't like her attitude. I didn't like the way she was coming across. Like she was doing a whole lot. She she came across entitled as fuck. Yeah, she was doing too much. Like, and I think, and so it's funny thing about that. I have seen a lot of people on the internet be in Portia's camp about this stuff. And I mean, that's not surprising. Yeah, it's people that still advocate for Phaedra. So really, <laughs> yeah, I, I I haven't seen that, but damn, that's yeah. I know a couple of people that be like, oh, Phaedra, we just you know, shout out to <laughs> one of my podcast friends, John, always talking about we just need to forgive Phaedra. No, the fuck we do not. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good the hell look, everybody. <laughs> Phaedra, lucky her ass ain't uh, ain't in court. Shit, that's as much forgiveness like, as her ass I, gonna get. What I, I will say, I miss Phaedra Shay, but no. I don't think Phaedra needs to be forgiven because somebody who is a steward of the law did that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's just like I said last week. You bring in, If they bring Phaedra back, it's setting a bad precedent. Mm-hmm. But not, I, but 
But I've seen a lot of people be on Porsche's side about this, and I just don't. I don't get it. Like people are like, yeah, uh, Porsche shouldn't have to keep apologizing. And again, I ask, please show me the receipts. The person that she that she wronged. The only thing she asked for, bitch, leave me the fuck alone. Right, and I agree with and and I, I agree with Candy when she said now, and, and look, I get it, but I I understand people being like, well, damn, Candy, you are gonna cry about everything, but I also understand like it's a traumatic thing. So, but the joke, but you know what? And but, see, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's it's jokes and everything, but I I get it because Candy is one of those people that cry when they are upset and when they mad right. and when they frustrated. Right. And I'm like, a lot of you motherfuckers cry over some tweets. So don't act like if someone that you called a friend at one point accused you of sexual of of wanting to commit sexual assault that you wouldn't be emotional too. With a motherfucker that everybody told your dumb ass, why the fuck are you fucking with Phaedra? Because she full of shit and conniving. Like, everybody told your dumb ass that. And you like, oh, no, Phaedra, that's my friend, girl. Right. Like, Phaedra ain't nobody's friend. Ain't nobody's friend. But I um, I feel candid like it's, and we have been saying this, I feel like me and Candace be, and Curtis, when you come on, we be broken records with the shit. But it bears repeating because I really don't think people People either just like Portia for whatever crazy reason, or they just don't like Candy. Because at no point in this in this season has Portia took accountability. All of her apologies have been some kind of "I'm sorry," but I'm sorry if I'm sorry for whatever. Even on the re- part one of the reunion, and to ask to, to, to straight up ask Portia, "Well, Portia, what had did you apologize? What if, are you apologizing for?" Bitch like, couldn't answer, and she couldn't for, answer for so my. For my part, I was like, basically, it was a big old grandiose. I'm sorry you feel that way. But she apolo- that- who did she apologize to? And she was like, was that Cynthia that she was apologizing to about something? And she was like, I'm sorry that it hurt your feelings, or I'm sorry that if, if what I did made you feel. And it's like, no, that's not how apologies work. You apologizing because of the results of your actions you're not apologizing because of what you did and you feel bad and wrong for it which is why candy can't fuck with her and why still is becoming a thing like it like and people can disagree that's fine i legitimately feel that if portia would take ownership and accountability candy still probably wouldn't fuck with her but it would be a lot better a lot better if Portia actually took some damn accountability and this is going to sound shady as hell and you know, you can fight me. I won't fight you because I just mute you and, and you know, and block you or whatever. But I feel like a lot of people on the internet and we've seen this a whole bunch of times over the years, people on the internet, when they do fuck shit or fucked up shit, hate taking accountability for their actions and they see themselves in Portia and that's why they are on Portia's side about this shit because there's no way you could tell me you have watched this season and seen Portia apologize, quote unquote, and really say, you know what, that's a genuine apology, Portia. I really feel you, you take you, you know what you did was wrong, understand what you did was wrong, and you genuinely apologize from the heart. You cannot tell me that it's Portia, not the, at all. The closest she got was when they, where were they? It's San Francisco or some shit. Yeah. And when they 
through that weird wedding thing for Kenya. Yeah. That yeah. was when she pulled her aside and was like, I just want to say I'm sorry again. But at the same time, it's like you could tell that Candy and she said that Portia you, and Portia, you you knew I was like, Candy is not in a place to to be receptive of it just because you apologize and every chance you get like if she's not in a place to to accept it and be receptive to it, then you wasting your time and you wasting your air. And it was clear in Candy's actions and in her everything in her face everything about her that she was like i'm not trying to be fucking with you like i'm being cordial and i'm being nice and i'm it's a stretch for me to do that and you keep on poking at me with this shit but i agree with you curtis it's a lot of people that on the internet talk a good game but in that like because i've seen people hold grudges over motherfuckers because they disagree with them and block them so for people to be acting like candy is listen, doing the most because listen. she's holding on to a grudge and rightfully so but the thing about it is she's not holding on to a grudge that's not a grudge i'm sorry if you accuse me of some shit like that it's not me holding on to a grudge it's me being smart I'm not fucking with you because look at the kind of shit that you do. You've taken it to a whole different level. A whole different level. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some shit. And and Candy is right. Like, you said accusations of sexual assault that can destroy a person's brand. Literally. We've seen it happen. We've advocated for it. Right. Right. So for for you and people on the internet to act like it's no big deal, and I think people act like that because they don't know, basically because Candy didn't take any feasible action. Like if Candy had pressed charges against Phaedra, we would be talking about something completely different. But them, it don't seem it's not a big deal, and it don't seem real because Candy didn't really do anything. Phaedra not there anymore, so they feel like penance has been paid and i say bullshit and all candy is asking for is to be left the fuck alone and you can't even do that right you mad because everybody because because some shit nini said that's between you and nini that don't have nothing to do with candy right go ahead I like how Nene tried to lie and say that she didn't say that Portia should be fired when they, then they wrote the footage back. Right, we know Nene full of shit. And even then, Nene didn't didn't own up to that shit. She right. was like, "I didn't say the word fired." And even Portia had enough, as Candace said, brain cells to be like, "Okay, you didn't say the word fired, but you basically were saying the same thing. Like words mean things, phrases can have multiple meanings. Like, bitch, what the fuck are we talking about?" Which also, which circling at the background, I mean, because y'all can't. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna shut up. Which, which I'm glad you brought that up, Curtis, because that also goes back to the thing with her and Candy. It's like, okay, you can understand that words mean things, and you can use your brain when you want to, but you can't understand why. Candace not fucking with you on these apologies quote that you have given. Like I, th- I think it's I think it's two things. I think one is that Portia was dumb enough to feel like she did not get reprimanded by the show in the same way that Phaedra did. So she felt like coming back, everything was supposed to be hunky dory. Um, and I also think that once she realized that that was not the case. She started flipping it to make it her storyline for the season because it ain't been Candy that's been keeping the shit going. And I'm even sure. if somebody else brings it up, 
it would be nothing for Portia to just shut the shit down and not even entertain it and be like, what happened was between me and Candy. It don't have nothing to do with Nene. You weren't even on the season. You weren't even around. Right. But I feel like she, like I said, she got people in her in her ear and in her corner that was that's that's trying to tell her how to spin things, how to flip things. Because I don't think that's authentic Portia doing that. Yeah. And plus, we've seen how pliable she can be to other person, other people's words mm. and their whims. So, don't we know it? But I was just like, "Fuck Portia," because I, like I said, I didn't like her attitude. I didn't like the way she was acting, the way she was going at everybody. And she really, I like, I, like, I, like, if I was a woman, if I was Candy, I was, and she started calling me a victim, I'd have beat her ass right there. I'd be like, "Fuck a peach." Listen, when she fuck said a fruit that, bowl, fuck ATL, fuck all of you, I'm beating that ass right damn now. Listen, a whole lot of black ass nerve. When she called Candy a professional victim, I legit was, I was like, girl, you've been crying and being a victim the whole season that this woman won't fully accept your apology and move forward. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, right. what are you saying, Portia? You're not, you're not giving a, a genuine apology. Like, you apologizing so that there won't be shit. You apologizing so it won't be awkward for everybody. But you're not saying, I genuinely did something that was wrong. I understand. Like, if, I mean, number one, Candy gave her the keys and was like, yeah, I would respect you if you said XYZ. But in my mind, if Portia came and said, I understand the depth and gravity of what I did said how it could have affected your business how it could have affected your 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 life right how, the legalities of it and i am genuinely sorry but you can't do that pretty much and it's, one it's more a- one more thing cuz i feel like people get selective with this shit too because well, one thing i've been hearing is well Porsche what Portia supposed to do? Like, I just be, just because she want she want to apologize the white the right way that Candy, um, uh, that won't or whatever. And it's like, well, first of all, there is such a thing as a right way and a wrong way to apologize. I don't know why we acting stupid like it's not. Like we have seen celebrities and people that say stupid things or fucked up things, and if they apologize in a fucked up way, we continue to drag their ass and if they apologize in a good way and seem genuine about what they did was wrong and they'll do better, we have forgiven them. So I don't know why we acting like we don't know the difference because it's Portia. Like I said, I just think some people like Portia or they either just don't like Candy because the goalposts that have been moving around this shit just don't make no fucking sense. I have an answer to that. What else do Portia need to do? Leave Candy the fuck alone. If she if she is not accepting the apology that you are willing to give, because the apology that you should be given and the one that you're willing to give, those are two different things. Mm, and if she's right. not willing to accept the one that you are willing to give, then leave it the fuck alone. Leave her the fuck alone. And if anybody else brings the shit up, dead that shit. Just like Candy said, like every time something's going on with Portia, y'all bring me into it. Yeah, now that's what I will agree with <laughs> Candy on. Like everybody else needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's everybody else needs to drop it. If Candy not pushing the issue, then let it be what it is. Now we know Nene was gonna bum rush the issue anyway because when well, no, I'm not gonna say that, but um, th- besides that, 
Leave it alone. And I think and I think that Portia knows that. And she she partially keeps the shit going because every time somebody else got something to say, you entertaining it. And then you go back to Candy and Candy like, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I didn't ask you to apologize again. I can't fuck with nobody that do some shit like that and don't feel genuine guilt. That's why I don't I don't fuck with Portia. Yeah. I don't fuck with it. Um, uh, go ahead, Candice. We've been talking <laughs> Yes, please give us give us the the candomisms. <laughs> well, I don't have anything to say about Candy and Portia. I feel like Portia need her ass beat. And absolutely, Candy Candy is a way nicer person than I am because I don't think people really understand the magnitude of just how disgusting what Portia did was. Yeah. We, Portia and Candy was friends. On top of like, everything, yeah. Like let's like let's not dismiss. Like we talk about how how good uh, Candy and Phaedra was, but Candy and Portia had to be some type of friends because when all this shit started rolling out, they was hanging out a whole fucking lot. Right, which I think also you know I think that's also lost on a lot of people, and it it does get overlooked. Like, and that's why I hurt Candy so bad. Like, this was they were legit friends, and everybody told Portia dumbass don't fuck with Phaedra because she evil and lying and full of shit. So for you to go hang with this bitch and believe her, and then roll out that rumor, you goddamn right at her, Candy, and rightfully so. Rightfully on so. Top, on top of the shit being well, true. Not only that, they was friends, and like, like they, it was like she was hanging out with Candy and Todd, and they was all kicking it. And then I had completely forgot that Candy had cast Portia in her her the very first play Portia ever did, and it's like not only was I your friend. I, I, I was helping you get to the money. We're opportunities and shit. And <sighs> like this, 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 the thanks I get. <clears throat> and so it's like, yeah, Portia just needed to be beat the fuck up. And that's just that. Yeah. Then if we move on. So a lot of people see it for Marlo and I just don't. Me I don't. Mar- yeah, that whole. Marlo is I don't a know. run-of-the-mill scammer. And. Um, when it finally came out that a a lot of the rift between her and Nene was because she was digging for Nene's sloppy seconds, I was just kind of like, Marlo, you talk a little bit too much shit to be uh, going after people your friends done fucked. Listen. Nene better than me because Nene was like, I don't care. By the time I was done with that white man, I had got everything I wanted from him. I was already married again. (laughs) She was like, me and Greg was back together. She was like, the man had bought me a piece of chain. The man then bought me a Rolex and this, that, and third. I got what I wanted out of that situation. But as a friend, yes, I found what Marlo did to be kind of gross, kind of trash. I agree. Yeah, it was very trash. And shout out to uh, I. Oh, damn. I. I could barely fix my mouth to say it. But shout out to Kenya because Kenya was reading Marlo's ass into the goddamn Listen. dirt. She was reading Listen. her to the core of the earth. I was like, Jesus Christ. Marlo Listen. LLC. Simply Marlo LLC. Marlo, listen. She said, if I want to look up porn, maybe. 
I was like, right. damn, Kenya? Now, 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 Kenya got embarrassed a bit too, but listen, she was she reading did. the fuck out of Marlo. But she was reading the hell out. She was reading Marlo like, like fucking. You know what? I was here for it because I just, I, I, I'm with Candace. I don't see what people see in Marlo. I don't like Marlo. It, I, I mean, I don't. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't like Kenya either, but, you know, I just. I like Marlo Kenya on the show, but she's not like a bull. As a person, Marlo is a different kind of conniving. Like what we see on the show, aside from the Phaedra candy shit, the type of conniving those women are is is pretty petty, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna talk about your house looking cheap. I'm gonna talk right. about your Rolls Royce being pre-owned. I'm gonna do like it's it's surface level petty. The shit that Marlo has done to get underneath people on that show skin. It's pretty gross. Um, I don't I don't care for Kenya. I don't dislike Kenya because I think Kenya's level of shady made the other ladies have to elevate. Oh, yeah. yes. When they went on that camping trip and Marlo was like, you know something wrong with you when your own mama don't want you. I was like, this, y'all, this the person y'all swear is just so amazing and you live and Blah blah blah, like that was disgusting. Is this your queen? Is this your scammer? <laughs> and the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. She said she got a square reader between her legs, and I about fell out. <laughs> Listen. And Listen. then uh, when I found out that the reason Marlo became friends with Kenya is to piss off Nene, I was like, "Yeah, you just a whole lot of whack, bitch." Yeah. Yeah, because that's legit the only reason that she got cool with Kenya was to get back at Nene. It's like, uh, yeah, that you you a whole ass weirdo. And like, she too old for this shit. <laughs> like, how old Marlo? Morgan Freeman? She old as shit. I'm, I'm trying to, I don't know. I'm trying to figure, you know, I, mm, I'm trying to figure out what was going on in that white man's life. That he went from Nini to Marlo, or that he went, to, you know what? I don't, I, never right. mind. Never mind. That's just gonna make me sad. He's talking about 20000 That's my Neiman's bill. And he was like, Did he pay your Neiman's bill? Yes, he did. A oh, girl. <laughs> Listen, Marlo, we done seen the mud shots, baby. We know what you be on out here. Mm. <clears throat> Listen, you, you can't fool us, Marlo. Finesse. Mm. Mm. Good luck, everybody. But yeah, that was trash. And uh, but yeah, Kenya, god damn, Kenya was reading the fuck out of Marlo when she called her James Amos in a wig. <laughs> and then that whoever did that graphic on Twitter, I, I it was too much. It was yo, I ain't no way in here. Ain't no way. According to this, Marlo is 42. I'll be damned. No, she not. That's all you are. You lying to me. I'll be damned. Hell no. I refuse to believe it. I don't know, y'all. I just, that whole thing, I just, it's just, Marlo came across very aggressive, and I'm not sure why. All the time. She always come off aggressive. And, you know, Marlo is that one auntie that don't nobody in the family really like. And she, whenever you have get together, she always come in the loudest and start shit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So what you're saying is Marlo is like a scammer version of Terry from Soul Food. There you go. Mm. There you go. Mm. Good luck. Good luck. Good the hell luck, everybody. Yes, good damn luck, because that's it's too much. It's it's too much. It's too much. And then who else? Who was? Oh yeah. So Kenya was getting. What was she getting embarrassed? Because she was lying about something, wasn't she? Yo, about, um, about her marriage. Listen, let me tell about you something. Mark, meeting Mark's parents and shit. Yo, when, yo, and it, I, I was, I, I low key was feeling bad for Kenya a little bit because Andy was getting. He was asking the hard head questions. Yeah, he had was, his foot on her neck, <laughs> and she was just like a deer head. Like, she, she was her and Sheree both. She could come up with no answer. I thought, like, I, let me just say this. I I thought when she announced her pregnancy, like that she finally came out and said she was pregnant, but she never did. No, it she was, didn't. She never said she was pregnant. Like she said we're expecting a boy or a girl. And um She just like, I just want a healthy baby. Yeah. Right. And my immediate thought, because I just watched, what was I watching? I was watching, oh, I think uh, some show that I love that uh, had a series finale. And some people did the same kind of thing. Like they were like, oh, we're going on vacation after we get married. And then they finally admitted on the last episode, well, we're really going to go pick up our foster kid or not our, our adoptive children that we adopted. And that was when when Kenya would not come out and say I'm pregnant or I'm this many weeks or months pregnant, that was my first thought. I'm like, so y'all, where y'all picking up a kid from? Because something ain't right. Something in the milk ain't clean. Yeah, nothing in the milk was clean, and she could not give any definitive answers. Like you said, Curtis, and to have her his foot on her neck when she, when he, when he, he had to tell her that yo, hey, uh, so your man, uh, this is what he told my colleagues. This is what right he told my people didn't have she, her facts straight about and, her husband and and she did and you know she gave a good answer once she finally came came up with it about you know i just been through so much i don't want to talk about it and i get that cuz you know i've had friends that are pregnant that didn't want to announce it or really talk about it until they got out of their first trimester but the thing is you stumbled and that's badly. what makes it not believable badly she stumbled badly the answer that she gave about not meeting his his parents, she was like, "Oh, well, they are stayed away." But girl, you in Atlanta, he in New York. Like what? Huh? Not only that, but you are an established person. Like it's not like you don't have like if a regular regular folk travel, they get on planes and they go see people in other states all the time. Right. And you, you are on this show, and you are a quote unquote actress. Mm. And you have done acting things, and your man is financed because he's doing well with his shit in New York. It it should have been nothing for y'all to get on a plane, and you go meet his parents. So again, like if you're gonna lie, have your lies ready. Right. If you're gonna fuck around, fuck around expeditiously because I'm not gonna lie, Porsche. I mean, can you? Uh, the rumors about y'all not really being married uh, with that part one of that reunion and the way you were stumbling and fumbling. Listen, it's like it's, it's, it's kind of like it's like we hope that it's true, but but I can 
I couldn't begrudge somebody for saying that they feel like maybe Mark got paid to make that appearance on that episode. Right. Because I was seeing that and based, I mean, I couldn't, I can't, I can't begrudge you because it's, it's, it's looking funny in the light. It's looking very funny in the light. Cause I, I ain't seen somebody get embarrassed like that in a long time. Listen, Andy don't give a fuck. Like them questions that he came up with that he attributes to people from around the country and the questions he was asking right there in their faces. This Miss Andy don't play. That's a shady white queen. That is a shady bitch. <laughs> and and the thing about it is, but then we have to we can't give him too much because he takes a little bit too much pleasure out of shading black women for my liking. Yeah. Like that's his job on these shows and everything, but he, he sometimes he do a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't give a white man but so much. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can't give. You know. They. Mm, 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 mm. So. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sh- I was gonna say so. Sheree. Well, I was gonna before we move to her. I was gonna make a real quick point. Uh, Cynthia, baby. Uh, uh and go, speaking of Kenya, uh. I just want to say when Cynthia hollered out that she can't, that no one controls her, I was like, mm-hmm. that wasn't even what got me. What got me is when, uh, <laughs> when you gave that answer why she didn't, why she yeah. didn't. And she was acting surprised and then Nene over there being shady. Oh, she can't hold water. I didn't know. I'm gonna have to reevaluate some things. I was like, y'all so full of shit. <laughs> right. Because I'm like, and again, Kenya, it looks funny because, I mean, of all the people to say, now there are plenty of people on this show that you can definitely say that about. But Cynthia, I, Cynthia wouldn't be on the top of my list of saying that she can't hold water, especially if that's my best friend. I was just like, mm, Kenya, Kenya. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it mm. you know, it just, it felt like I can't have a fake marriage if my friend is there. Yo. I'm not saying that's what it was. I'm just saying that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. I can't have a fake marriage if my real friend knows because that Curtis to listen, which I say to which I say <laughs> again, if you what what did you say if you go fuck around, fuck around expeditiously? Yes. Um because it would have been nothing for you to be like, listen, Cynthia, this is the case, this is what it is. And pull a fiance and be like so this nda <laughs> right right this is what we own right i'm just listen i'm not if, saying if, if that's what happened and if that's what you were going to do what i'm saying is that's what i would have done if i was gonna fuck around in that manner i would have had my fucking around right right Again, if you're gonna fuck around, fuck around expeditiously. I'm not, say. I'm not saying Kenya, but I'm also, just saying. Also, Kenya, I need you to get this lie out of your head that your skin is perfect, sweetie. It's not. It's that's, that's the one not thing Marlo said that I was like, okay, you got that, Marlo. Yeah, that's the she one got thing. that. She got that, and then she got dragged up under the damn bus, and I was <laughs> like, Marlo, you need not ever speak again, because goddamn, <laughs> right. She's like, oh no, my skin is perfect, sweetie. I was like, ooh. Listen, Kenya, Marlo, Marlo started that off, and then Kenya came back with a three from a three-one lead. Oh yeah, Kenya finished it. She yeah. definitely finished it. Yes. So ooh, I'm <laughs> I almost made a, a a Falcon Super Bowl joke, but I'm gonna leave you fine. alone. <laughs> it's fine. I'm dead on the inside. It's fine. 
That's all right. You'll be all right. Yeah, I'll walk it off. It's fine. Um, what else? Party City wigs. Mm. Mm. That's gonna be good next next. Uh, or oh, it come on tomorrow, don't it? Yeah, we recording on Saturday. We're recording on Saturday. But so we didn't talk about it in length yet. But so the ways that Sheree got embarrassed. This Sheree, like I feel like the last I don't know fifteen minutes or so, or maybe less than that. But the last part of the show was was a was a drag Sheree fest. Listen, and a lot of it she was dragging herself because she right. don't know how to lie. Right. For somebody that's the bone collector, she damn sure don't know how to like <laughs> Sheree she, got the reading that she deserved. She did. Everyone was like, Sheree, you always talking about you the bone collector and this, that, and the third, but you ain't never collected a bone on nobody's behalf but Kim, girl. Let's just call it what the fuck it is. She like, whoever been loyal to me and Nene was like, you won't get nobody a chance to be loyal to you before you uh, lying and carrying mess. So, I mean, good to hell luck, bitch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you know, I, you know, I, I think Portia had a, it, it ain't often, but I think Portia had a point here when she, when they brought up the thing about Portia telling Shamia that she shouldn't trust Sheree. And Portia was like, well, shit, you call yourself the bone collector. So I'm, I'm just repeating you. You, Yeah. I thought that, I mean, it, it ain't often I give Porsche anything, but I thought that was a good point. Yeah, I agree. I so, mean, first of all, Sheree, you sitting up there dressed like a hooker, Princess Peach, and I was just like, what are you wearing? Well, Sheree did exactly what the fuck she uh, swore she don't do, and when Portia was like, don't trust nobody, even Sheree, Look what Sheree did as soon as Shamia came to her and confirmed her right. Proved her right. Girl, get the fuck. First of all, you done built a man cave for a nigga that's not getting out of jail to at earliest 2022. Man cave and no man. He just caught some more charges for that escape shit he was doing through the hole in the fence in Atlanta. Then he got moved. So, girl, get get the fuck night. Man cave and no man. Girl, that's just a cave. You might as well start selling pussy out the man cave, Sheree. Make it useful. Get your money worth out of it because you're unemployed, child. Be a greater hoe, not a hater. Now, let's see how loyal Kim is to you and see if she going to get you a contract to be on tardy for the party. The hell I can't believe that still comes on. Don't nobody watch that shit. Speaking that's of... Candy, that's why Candy pulled them goddamn receipts on yeah, Candy. Exactly. With them ratings. See, that's why that's why I fucks with Candy, because Candy, Candy be about her shit. Candy, like if Candy's like, if I'm gonna speak, I will have it backed up by receipts. So let me just pull a few. Tardy for the party ain't even get better ratings than uh when Nene and Greg got remarried. Mm. So one has to ask why it's even still on. I didn't even know Eva was the fuck pregnant. Right, because I follow her on Instagram. Right, she, like she been pregnant forever though. She finally had a she had a little boy. Who's she pregnant by? Uh, she had the baby by by that dude from Atlanta that was like running for some political office. Oh, okay. the same guy. She they they still together. The one that uh, 
what's her baby daddy name? Um, Kevin McCall. Yeah, that's the that she's still with the same guy when Kevin McCall was going off. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay, cool. But well, if I'm not mistaken. Eva. On that new bundle of joy, yeah, she'll be on there next week. But if you're not, if you're two. not, if you're gonna be on next season, baby, you gonna have to do better because you was just beautiful as hell and nothing else. <laughs> right, it's almost like we already have Cynthia for that, so you're gonna I have mean, to bring girl, something we else. Just go, you gave us more theater when you was on Top Model, right? Right. It's like, listen, girl, that man, he lost whatever position he was trying to get, so it's time for you to, to let's go. So, but yeah, Sheree, she <laughs> September, September, spring, <laughs> summer, joggers, joggers, but athletic. I was like, no, joggers, but lifestyle. I was like, what is this bitch saying? Lifestyle wear. The fuck is lifestyle wear? It's joggers, but it's but it's also lifestyle. What does that mean? That's what I was in my head. I'm like, ah, ah, what did you say, Sheree? How you do a kid? Ah, 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 girl. <laughs> <laughs> lifestyle wear right I'm like summer I'm like, fall I'm like, so, the bitch couldn't even get them seasons together right. I was like Sheree are you selling the herb, Herbalife version of sweatpants like what is going on and she kept saying lifestyle and I'm like so sweatpants that's what sweatpants are lifestyle wear meaning that's the shit you lounge around in the house maybe go to the grocery store in I'm like, oh, Sheree, sweetie, like, get your lie together, baby. If you're going to lie, make sure you have your shit right. If you're going to fuck around, fuck around expeditiously, good Lord. But yeah, that like I said, because that last 15, like, it was just... It was a drag session. Catch Sheree in every lie told. You know what it it reminded me of when... Hey, uh, when Nene called him Lyro. Lyro. Yes. No, who was that that said was that Kenya that said something? Oh, be- remember when Sh- uh Sheree was shading Mark about his nose piercing and oh, Kenya yeah. was like I would rather have a man with a nose piercing than a man in handcuffs and I was like oh shit. Listen, Kenya's shade was A1 despite <laughs> I was like shit. He was like, I I will pick up the mantle of Shady's bitch on this couch. I will do it. No problem. She, really she I hey, I she she was shady. She 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 might have looked fool and might have made her look foolish, but she damn sure was throwing the shade. She recovered. She recovered because Sheree looked real dumb. Trying to talk about, oh, I went, yeah, I went and got my ears pierced too. Bitch, what are you saying? <laughs> you can't even shade right. What are you talking about? Nothing. We're talking you- about that lifestyle wear. Like, that's, coming you- out, that's coming out su- spring, summer, winter, fall. <laughs> like, just say. You know, she didn't put out some goddamn velour joggers with Sheree on the butt. Bitch. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Bitch, this is not no 50 cent video. <laughs> but I'm like, but who who wants to have Sheree's name uh, on any part of, of them? All, I don't listen. I'm not even trying to be funny, but having Joggers <laughs> taking it, let them know, poo poos. Yes, that indeed. Is, if they no Joggers over here, baby, no. My baby shake their head, no. I don't do no Joggers, honey. Uh, <laughs> joggers, Joggers have taken a steady decline unless they Nike Tech fleece. 
So I don't really understand what she's doing. Who is this for? I don't understand why she won't let Sheba Sheree die peacefully and with dignity. Right. Like, you're trying to make it fetch. It's not fetch. I mean, but let's be honest, because the way she was caught unawares, Sheba Sheree already died. She just don't want to admit it. Like, ain't no joggers. It ain't no sweatpants. Ain't she, no lifestyle wear. It ain't no nothing. Wear. She don't. Ain't it, it called active wear, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bitch, talking about lifestyle wear. What the fuck is lifestyle wear? See what I'm saying? I, I, Sheree, for you. But when, I mean, when you get caught in a lie, because <laughs> uh, you get the, from now on, we making this a thing. Sheree, you get the I, I of the week when we catch you in some dumb shit. Like a kid, catch a kid doing some shit they got no business doing. That's for you, Sheree. You out of here. Yeah, bitch don't know her seasons and figuratively. (laughs) Don't know her seasons. Don't know her months. Don't know the the type of clothes. Right? Because I'm like, who in the fuck? Why are you trying to market joggers to people in the summer, girl? What are you talking about? Why are you? Why do you not know that shit is called activewear? But yeah, I, I, she don't know it's called activewear because she's not exist. actually doing it. It don't it exist. exist. It don't exist. And yeah, that's that's pretty much that on that. Yeah, yep. So part two uh, comes on tomorrow because we're recording here on Saturday. So we will see. Listen, I am looking forward to, and I think you said it, Candace, but I'm looking forward to Nene and Candy both dragging the fuck out of Kim. Listen, so, you know, we've seen the pictures and the the memes that they made out of Kim when she made that weird face with her lips looking the way that they do. Yo, somebody but, said that she looked like the dude uh, from Men in Black when he got abducted. He got controlled. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that side by side. Yeah. Um, but it's some different shit to see that shit like actually happen in, in video. Yeah. I was disturbed. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, first of all, them lips. Mm. I was like, this is what you do before the. Mm. Well, when you do Kimmery. So. And you do white womanry because shit. Right. 53%. Because we done seen multiple white women do that shit. And then got to show up <laughs> to whatever function or whatever event or taping looking crazy. Looking like trash. Because they didn't factor in the, the time that it takes for your lips to adjust to the shit that you did. Like, that shit takes some weeks, sis. You can't just go to the doctor and then go on TV the next day. That's not how that works. Right, so. Oh, God damn. I don't see it. But, you know, part two reunion. Looking forward to it. Um, and Is it anything else? Because I think that's about it for today. Uh, no, I think we could. Um, I'm gonna end it on a on a positive note before we go out to circle back to what we began the show with. Shout out to Cardi B, um, because if I'm not mistaken, she's already passed like a hundred million streams of her album on Apple Music. So yeah, I saw that on Twitter today. Take that, Nikki. Mm. Mm. With your trifling ass. Mm. <laughs> Talk about a messy bitch. But, yeah. With your irregular surgery body now. Yeah. Mm. Nikki, you know what? Nikki need to be beat the fuck up. Did you say that earlier, Candace? Because if not, let me, 
she need to be beat the fuck up. She does. We can say it again. <laughs> we can reiterate it. Sorry, I was just rehashing everything we talked about earlier. I'm like, you know what? Let, let's add her to the beat the fuck up list. Yes. That's what, like, Reed got the sick oh, and yeah. list. We got to beat the fuck the up. You, with the way you acted in that interview, you get an ah, ah, too. <laughs> sit your ass down. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, ah, ah, sit your ass down doing shit you ain't got no business doing. Like going on interviews, fake crying. Right. Oh, goofy ass. You is way too fucking old, man. Exactly. But we're going to end it here. Yes. Um Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in to our hot takes and and jokes about this uh, about this theater. Because uh, part one of the reviews okay, did really give us that. Next next week, I think we're gonna try to get uh, we. I don't give a fuck how y'all feel about us having Curtis on every week because I fucking like it. And <laughs> that's just what the fuck it is. You thought it was a thought it was a two-person group but no this family is three people over here at ratchet rambling so that's correct we're gonna try to get curtis back next week uh uh if he has the time and i think we're gonna get my husband on the show next week and i feel like that's a lot of fuckery that y'all really not gonna be ready for right because the last time we had curtis and mike on at the same time (laughs) That was him. That wasn't me. I'm innocence. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Listen, but- batteries plus. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. on that note, we're gonna get up out of here. We will see y'all niggas back next week. Um, and Curtis, give us the benediction. Uh, let's see. This week's benediction is: if you're gonna lie, do it well, Sheree. If you're going to lie, do it well. And we will see y'all next week. Yeah.